0: Support comes from the Janice Hawkins Cultural Arts Park on the main campus of Troy University, featuring the International Arts Center, the Fred Knoll-Hollis Museum, and the Huabajou Gallery. More information at troy.edu slash artspark.
1: From Troy Public Radio... This is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Joining us by Skype from Utah is Jennifer Utley, who oversees the television shows Who Do You Think You Are?, Long Lost Family, and Roots Less Traveled. Jennifer Utley, who is director of family history research at Ancestry, will hold workshops at the March 18th Spring Seminar of the Alabama Genealogical Society in Moody, Alabama. Well, Jennifer, we want to take a moment to welcome you to the state of Alabama. It's great to be
0: here. Thanks for having me.
1: We love your television shows, which you oversee. You have a huge responsibility. How do you balance it all? (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, the good thing is, is usually not all of them are up and running at the same time. But, you know, some of them take a lot more effort than others. Who do you think you are takes the most work? And if you think about it, it takes us about a thousand hours of genealogical research to put together the work for 42 minutes of television.
1: That is unbelievable. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, but it's fun because we get to dive into those trees and see what kind of fun things that we're going to find. I have been here at Ancestry for 25 years. I started in 97, and Ancestry used to be a publishing company. So I came in to run the publication of books, magazines, some newsletters, and then Ancestry decided they wanted to pivot out of the publishing industry. And in the meantime, Ancestry.com was started, and we had all these people who were signing up to Do their family history online. Then I found myself here in the marketing department where I lead the team of people who look at the family trees of reporters and celebrities and people in the media so we can tell really cool stories from their family trees. So if you haven't found the story in your tree, you haven't been looking hard enough.
1: Okay, let's get personal. What have you been researching in your own family tree?
0: Well, When I started at Ancestry, I wasn't a genealogist. I was an editor and a storyteller. But you can't work here and not be bitten by the genealogy bug yourself. I was sitting in a genealogy conference, and they were talking about DNA research. As I was thinking about it, I have one brother, and my mother only has brothers who are living. They were talking about mitochondrial DNA. Now, mitochondrial DNA is passed to you from your mother's 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 mother's. And so as I was sat there and I was thinking about it, I only had a brother, my mother only had brothers, my grandmother only had brothers. And so I'm thinking, do I know any women alive who can pass on the same mitochondrial DNA that I can? And that's where it hit me. So that's when I started really diving in, and I've been researching the descendants of my four-time great-grandmother to find all the women who can currently pass on the same mitochondrial DNA that I carry.
1: Did any of this research surprise you about these grandmothers?
0: Well, I was surprised that there were so few women on my mother's 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 line. It took me a couple of years, but I finally found a family of four daughters who have the same mitochondrial DNA I do, and it turns out they live 10 minutes away from me.
1: You mean in Utah? They're all in Utah?
0: Yes, they were. Do
1: you know why they came to Utah?
0: Religion. They were Mormon converts, yeah.
1: Jennifer, you are headed to Alabama. Yes. Yes. March the 18th, the Alabama Genealogical Society is hosting you. You'll be giving about four presentations that day, and it's all open to the public. What will you be talking about?
0: I hope that I can be entertaining for four full hours. Um, <laughs> the the first talk that I'm giving on is just using the power of ancestry to connect the dots in your stories Because my whole team, I have a team of four genealogists here, and we're using Ancestry all day, every day. So it's really how we use Ancestry to build the family trees and the tips and the secrets that we can share with you there. So that's the first hour. And then I'm going to talk, do an hour about how DNA enhances your research. Because these days, if you're not looking at your DNA, you're not looking at all the possibilities that you have to put together a really great family tree. So I'm going to show you how to use DNA and how we use it to put together the stories in our programs and how that can be another useful avenue of research. The third one is going to be about TV genealogy. It's about behind-the-scenes stories from Who Do You Think You Are and Long Last Family because we've learned lots of great tips and tricks from those. And then it's kind of fun to hear how we put it together. People always have a bunch of questions for me about the celebrities I've met and the fun stories that happen behind the scenes. And then the last one I'm going to do, they asked me to do a case study. And what I've elected to do is last year, Ancestry produced a documentary around Juneteenth. And in order to do that, we had found this tremendous story in the Freedmen's Bureau records and Finding the story and finding how we were going to script it out and finding the people who are living today who were connected became an amazing case study with a lot of twists and turns. So I think showing everyone how we learned that story and then how it got translated to become a documentary could be a lot of fun for attendees.
1: This is a full agenda. In your years with Ancestry, have you seen the organization change? I know on TV sometimes we see forensic genealogy. We see the health angle with DNA and what sort of health issues there are in families. How have you seen the organization change in what it offers?
0: I saw genealogy research before it even had a place on the Internet. So I saw the very first databases go up where people could explore. You used to have to go to an archive and spin microfilm for a long time, and then all of a sudden you could use a database at your house. I saw that revolution, but then I saw the revolution when all of a sudden the images that went to all these historical records. You could search through those images on the internet in the comfort of your home. And then I saw it as family history sites got even smarter and they were able to give you hints and say, we think these are your people, come check out these records. And then on top of that, in the last couple of years with DNA and the cutting edge science that we're using, We've already found amazing ways to solve brick walls in family trees using the DNA that I'm just excited about what the future holds because there's things that haven't been developed yet that we're going to tell you about your family, and that's kind of what the DNA is doing. Who knows what it's going to tell us and how it's going to help fill in those holes. Are the
1: results confidential?
0: Yes, and in fact, there's lots of controls on the website. You can decide not to share results with anybody. Then you can also decide how people view you and what parts they can see. So there's a lot of different controls so that people can decide exactly how they want to appear on the website.
1: Well, Jennifer, we were thrilled to learn that the Alabama Department of Archives and History does provide access to Ancestry to any member of the public in the research room Tuesday through Saturday, 830 to 430, no appointment needed. So it's available to everyone.
0: Yes, it's a fantastic resource. So if you don't have your own subscription, that's a place that you can go in and get access for anything. The only thing that you can't do at the library is create your own tree for privacy reasons, but then you can go home and do that on a free account in the privacy of your own home. Is there a
1: shortcut or an easier way to do things? Any advice there?
0: For a lot of people, it's just a matter of getting started. Like, start writing it down. Start putting your tree together together and then seeing what you can find in the records. And then the other thing that I would always say to everyone is, who's the oldest member of your family that you haven't been asking about your family history? Get them on the phone today. Get them talking about the stories. Capture their stories. Ask them the questions. And make sure that you capture all that great stuff that they know about your family.
1: Thank you for joining us by Skype. You bet. Thank you. That was Jennifer Utley, executive story producer for Ancestry. She will be holding workshops on March 18th at the Spring Seminar of the Alabama Genealogical Society in Moody, Alabama. More information on registration can be found at the website, algensoc.org. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.
0: Support comes from Sunshine Behavioral Medicine, committed to the idea that mental health, like physical wellness, requires regular maintenance and checkups. More information at sunshine2000.com.